Hi and welcome to The Three Good Podcast, a weekend podcast where I talk about all things to do with positive psychology, well-being, resilience, mental health and emotional intelligence. I'm your host, Sukhpavia. Hi everyone, happy Saturday to you. Welcome to episode 35 of The Three Good Podcast. So, hope you're having a good week, folks. This has been my second week in self-isolation. I'm very glad that there's only two more days left of this. I'm not gone quite cabin fever levels because, thankfully, there is video technology to be able to talk to my kids primarily, but also just other people as well. But Because um, I live with my parents as well, so there is some company being had at home. Uh, it's just been really boring just just being in these four walls of the house for the last two weeks and not being able to just go out just see normal people what's going on in life in general out there and maybe it's a good thing because I haven't had to put up with other people's um, unhygienic habits which by the way I didn't really realize how bad the general population is at just general hygiene like I don't believe that people are really struggling with concepts around like just normal good hygiene habits of washing your hands when you've been out in public. Like why wouldn't you do that anyway? I don't I have never really trusted people's personal hygiene habits for many years, not because of the recent stuff with the coronavirus, but genuinely for many years. Like my kids know full well when we go out in public that they do not they limit how much they touch anything which is a surface that other people are likely to have touched. Yeah, so like handrails on the tube, the escalator rails, uh, um, anything like that where you might have to, uh, you know, ordinarily hold on to something. Like they know they need to limit that stuff. And if they do, the first thing they do is they wash their hands after like we get back somewhere where they can do that because that's just normal good stuff you should be doing like, there's people out there who don't do these things and it boggles my mind people like come on a lot of people like, I know that people are just bad at like there can be people rather who can be really poor at their personal hygiene and like everything around the coronavirus right now is just highlighting just how bad these things, situations must be. If all we're hearing right now is just keep washing your hands, people, after you've done things and don't even shake other people's hands. Like, oh, <laughs> it's just it's not at healthy levels, people. Not at healthy levels. So I guess that's all I really wanted to be able to comment on about people's hygiene levels. I mean, it really does just cause me concern that it takes something like the coronavirus um, to cause this genuine worry that that people have about just their, their um, about not catching the bug. When if you're just doing good things, folks, you shouldn't really have anything to worry about. Just makes you wonder, really. It makes me wonder. I wonder. I wonder. That is what it does. It makes me wonder. So I'm just going to park that for now. Anyhow, right. So for today's episode. What I wanted to talk about was uh, about the thing. Um, so within positive psychology, is the uh, one of the initial concepts is that you can cultivate positive emotions. 
and it is something I've spoken about previously on the podcast um, and it's something I do talk about regularly anyway and um, I think it's something which people sometimes struggle with because there, there can be a, a sense that if you're if you're only trying to cultivate positive emotions then does that mean that you um, dismiss negative emotions does it mean that you live in this bubble uh, or this you know happy land and you never ever face like hard stuff in life or reality or you know if things are particularly challenging do you just dismiss all of those things do you just not think about them and um and you know people are often try and weigh it also against that if if you're having you know if things are particularly challenging for you then how are you supposed to pos- cultivate positive emotions because um if you if you can't if you haven't got the capacity for it then how are you going to do that like and why should you be doing that because maybe you might feel you deserve to not feel positive emotions so I want to try and address some of those myths and I also want to try and um, raise some awareness of further awareness rather of how we can do these things in good and healthy ways so I guess the first thing is that by by thinking about cultivating positive emotions you know what what we're not saying and what is not being or or rather the, the wrong way to think about it is that it means that you have to dismiss anything that is hard or challenging or you know, important stuff to deal with that isn't going to be positive right so for example if you have a family member who's suddenly um, been diagnosed with a serious illness be it physical illness be it mental illness regardless but they've been diagnosed with something like that doesn't mean that you only keep saying positive things to them that you only um, you know that you you stop saying negative things or you stop having conversations which are going to make them address kind of reality of situation things like that and I think that's the wrong way to think about stuff right it's not that one should be at the expense of the other I, I just don't see why that that I don't see why that kind of equation makes sense I understand the thinking around it but it just doesn't follow for me right because yeah so as people we are fully capable of holding complex thoughts in our head at the same time we don't have to have one thought without the other thought it's very possible to to think that both things can can be true I'll give you an example from a different um, kind of line of um, stuff you know it's very possible to be a religious person and believe in God and have that faith and at the same time it's very possible to believe in the value of science and what it can teach us about um, human life and human condition I think both of those things can sometimes be put at odds with each other that one logically has to mean that the other can't exist uh, I think the same argument can be said either way but actually it's very possible for us to hold those complex thoughts about one thing and the other thing um, hold them in line with each other and it's not that one is more or less important than the other and when we do that when we try and create those binaries that's when I think that we create these lines of thinking and these lines of logic that they don't always hold true and we don't have to follow them through in, in that kind of way 
So the first thing there, you know, if you're if we're talking about cultivating positive emotions, what I'm not saying, and I don't think what anyone who genuinely understands this space is saying, is that you have to only keep positive about everything that's happening in life. It just doesn't follow, right? Because one, it's just really hard to do that. Um, there's just too many things going on on a daily basis that don't they can't they don't allow for that. And you know, I also don't. I don't go down the track of having to be positive every moment of my day. I, because I, one, I recognize that I don't want to do that. There's other emotions I'm feeling, which are just as valid as um, the positive ones that I need to also allow myself to experience. You know, so if I'm feeling angry about something, that's okay. I'm allowed to feel angry about something. If I'm feeling particularly upset and sad about something, that's okay. I'm allowed to feel that level of emotion. You know, if I recognize I'm feeling those things, what I should not be doing and what is unhealthy is to put those emotions away, try and sit on them and try and pretend like they don't exist. That's just unhealthy because what we know is that when we do that, our emotions have a natural way of manifesting themselves and often that comes out in ways which we don't want them to to do that right it can either come out through behavior or it can come out through thinking or it can come out through um, stuff that we say uh, that we do and often it can be surprising to us because we didn't want to have to do or act or think in those ways and I think the reason that it comes around and it happens in those ways is because we haven't really been told how to understand our emotions in good ways in healthy ways so that if we do have emotions which feel particularly hard and strong and deep and they might be what we ordinarily call negative it really uh it's it's it doesn't help us to work through that stuff in a good way for ourselves so just to kind of keep going with that for a bit more, there's also, I think, a problem with how we label emotions as either positive or negative as well. And I know, I recognize I've done that straight up front at the top of this podcast as well. So we just need to be careful there as well. Emotions in and of themselves, and I've described this before and I've talked about I talk about this regularly. Emotions in and of themselves are not positive or negative. It's what we do with that positive, uh, it's what we do with the emotion that makes us, Uh, think that it's a positive or negative thing but again the binary is just unhelpful there so when we think about uh, what emotions we're feeling it's more about having the recognition and that emotional intelligence of being able to understand what is the emotion telling me that I'm missing for myself what's the trigger for it what's happened just before that that's in that's made that emotion kick into place What's it doing to me now? How is my body reacting to that? And what kind of physiological reaction am I having? What kind of thinking am I going through? What kind of psychological reaction am I having to it? And it's a whole level of awareness that you really um, comes through when we start to allow ourselves to experience an emotion as opposed to trying to um, dismiss it and pretend it's not happening for us. So I'm going to circle back a bit then. So when we think about that and when we, um, you know, when people 
try and uh, lay out that if you're only thinking positively it means then that you know you're not being a full human because you're not experiencing the range of emotions it's the it's the wrong line of argument it's the wrong line of thinking so when we talk about cultivating positive emotions it's much more focused on how are we trying to raise our levels of resilience how are we trying to improve our overall well-being and we do that one of the ways that we do that is to cultivate the positive emotions we have in our life and um, this comes to the work done primarily by um, Dr. Seligman in this space um, and then others have obviously carried this on further but it's it's one of the key factors of his PERMA model where he talks about uh, five factors that all play a part in how we improve a person's overall well-being and their resili resilience. So the positive emotions aspect is just one part of it. There are other key factors that are important to understand as well, which I've spoken about previously on the podcast as well, so you can always go back and catch some of those as well.